Hi everyone, welcome back to Kin's Conversations. For today, I have with me Tiffany, a very close friend, but also a small business owner. So I wanted to bring her on to talk a little bit more about running and managing her small business and talking about all the nuances that come with that and just generally checking in on how she's doing. Obviously, before we start with that conversation, Tiffany, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, my name is Tiffany Nguyen. Um, I am the owner of Tiffy's Toast. I'm also a current UW student studying operations and supply chain management. Um, yeah, and me and Ken have been friends since high school, so. That's really interesting because we have seen each other, I think we met freshman year of high school, but never got close until the end. And that was when you started doing a little bit more food events or kind of selling food, right? More mm-hmm. informally before Tiffy's Toast. Um, do you want to explain to people exactly what Tiffy's Toast is? What do you guys offer? Mm-hmm. Even though it might be self-explanatory? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I basically serve like dessert stuffed French toast. Um, I do like pop-ups and catering sometimes for weddings or big birthday events. Um, and I kind of got started during like COVID, like November of 2020, me and Ken used to work at this restaurant called Big Boys um, in Kent, and uh, my first pop-up was at that location, and it kind of just all unfolded from there, yeah. You recently just had a pop-up, right? Mm-hmm. With Yeah, with Coffeeholic, and I was thankfully very lucky to help out with that. I guess to get started from the beginning, I as well as other people are probably curious just like how did how did this idea of even starting a small business come about mm, yeah i i kind of get asked that question a lot um so even prior to starting tiffy's toast um that summer i think you remember like i was already starting to like sell food from my house and like um i just during the pandemic I liked cooking a lot and it was like one of my passions so I was like maybe I'm gonna sell food over the summer and then I did that um, and then on like my birthday Nate and Mel the bosses of big boys um, wanted to throw me like a birthday thing and they knew that I like cooking so they were like you know what we're gonna host a pop-up for you um, because they were aware that um, I sold food over the summer, so they they were like, Tiff has potential, so I think we, we should make it happen for her. So that's kind of how it started, um, and yeah, I honestly didn't think that it would even become a business. I kind of just thought it would be like a one-time thing, um, but yeah, I just kept on getting orders uh, after the pop-up, so I was like, maybe I should start a business, and I guess... I'm still operating it now, so... Yeah. yeah. Even though I witnessed it, essentially, mm-hmm. I think it's still very cool to hear. Um, because, one, I mean, lots of things, but one, working at Big Boys together and kind of reflecting on how... I, I, I never realized how Big Boys and our bosses, in some way, were so kind of important to the start of your, like career and your business obviously they're not the reason why it's still running and they're not the you know 
they're not the driving force behind it but without that idea from them of oh let's have a pop-up for tiffany so that she can sell her food like maybe you wouldn't you wouldn't have ever done a pop-up and it would have taken you maybe a little bit longer mm-hmm. to say start the the toast you know how was how was the event actually like the first pop-up mm, it was really good it was like all super new to me so honestly the first pop-up um i was more focused on just kind of making money because i thought it was just like a one-time thing so i wasn't really thinking long term but um i just enjoyed making french toast so like i think i had like two weeks to think of a concept Mm -hmm. and then i was like you know what i'll do french toast because it's like profitable but it's also like really fun to make and it's pretty easy um so that's kind of how it started the first pop-up was um pretty good like i sold out within a couple hours um and it was like super new to me so i was mainly concerned about like how much I would make that day to be honest because I wasn't thinking long term I was just thinking oh like this is like a one-time thing on my birthday um but it was really successful a lot of my friends came through and I felt all the love but yeah I, I just really didn't expect it to like become a business or anything like that mm. I would assume it was probably overwhelming too because like you said you're managing all these things and even at the pop-ups like that you have now with different crews working on it you have to i i think now you have probably a system of saying who's gonna do what what stations at what but to do it for the first time i think like was probably very interesting test run Mm -hmm. um i guess something i'm wondering from that is if you could go back in time and tell yourself um like before that first pop-up like what advice would you give that version of yourself like what is something that you wish you knew Mm-mm. i think that's a really good question um i think looking back at it now there's a lot of things that i regret from back then because i i was still pretty young i was like 18 at the time and like i said like i was more concerned about the money aspect of it um but if i knew what i knew now i would tell myself to look into the future a little bit more and kind of just like take my time with it and ensure oh how do i put this like make sure that the quality of my product is good enough so that i'm happy with it and yeah i think that's really interesting to hear because now seeing you i always think about how you're very focused on the quality of your food i think you're consistently at least from what i see like consistently tasting like testing your flavors you have seasonal flavors or like limited time flavors um i know you've had like flavor tasting toast tasting before and stuff mm-hmm. um as as someone who produces something or being the creator of something it makes i can imagine that you're probably hard on yourself when when those times do come up 
when you're so when when you're trying to improve your quality or just improve your business in general like well, how do you work through that so i actually had a period i think it was like sometime that like end of 2022 um where i had my last pop-up it was like in federal way at um place called melody boba house and like for a while it's been like my business was already kind of like at a plateau. Um, part of the reason is because I was more focused at school during that time and I wasn't really making Tiffy's Toast a priority. And then I, I could see that my sales were going down drastically compared to the beginning. So that was like the wake up call for me after that pop up was like, yo, I need to fix this or like I need to change something about um I don't know like the ingredients or just the recipe or something because it looked like there wasn't a lot of return customers so I was like oh yeah this is the time where I need to take like a little break I took like three months off and during those three months I, I was basically working on um making a new recipe ensuring that i use like high quality stuff and i just wanted my customers to be happy and i wanted to be proud of the stuff that i put out um because prior to that i was kind of just selling to sell um and to make money and to pay for college and stuff um but I wasn't happy with what I was putting out there and um, yeah so I was just like I need to get through it and then I need to fix the problem um, and it really helps to have like a good like a good support system so I remember talking to you about my thoughts a lot um, my boyfriend and my family to give me advice um, so yeah do you think you're proud or more proud of the the food that you are sending out now? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I would say 100% yes. Like, even the ingredients that I purchase now, I make sure to, um, to just, like, put high-quality ingredients into my toast and stuff. Like, instead of using um cool whip or whatever i make my own whipping cream now or whipped cream and um even with the bread i use like milk bread instead of like grocery store mm -hmm. bread um so yeah it and now that i'm more confident in my product i'm also um open to receiving a lot of um like what is it called criticism criticism and um like feedback from customers like mm -hmm. I don't mind because I'm happy with what I'm putting out so even if someone tells me like I don't know gives me constructive criticism I don't take it like offensively because I know myself that like oh this has potential to be better mm -hmm. compared to before where I was like super insecure about the toast and like the the recipe and stuff like anytime someone would say something about it I would just be oh no like you know yeah. it would ruin my whole day but yeah because i remember when you first started um i think some videos some tiktok videos of people trying your toast and reviewing it were going around and i think there were some comments and everything 
and I don't know if you want to talk more about that or Mm -hmm. we don't have to talk about that but I just Mm -hmm. even remembering your I think reaction then versus Mm -hmm. your your confidence and and response now that's Mm -hmm. less reactive and more like listening to understand and genuinely wanting to improve your quality because like now you can confidently say with with very tangible evidence almost Mm -hmm. that you have quality stuff and that you put genuine effort via the products via the process um, via the hygiene and everything right Mm -hmm. that you are trying to make the best quality product you can Mm -hmm. so and 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 the thing is like I'm, i'm sure you'll you'll understand this but like french toast like any other food is like people will have opinions on it regardless of what brand it is like for example i don't know you don't like overly greasy food from what i remember but i sometimes crave the overly greasy food from our old workplace and 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 that's my preference versus your preference right Mm -hmm. um and so some there's bound to be people who are like i love french toast and it's so sweet and i love this sweetness and some Mm -hmm. people are going to be like it's not sweet enough for me i don't like it or some people are going to be like damn i just don't want it because it's too sweet they're just Mm going to bond to be opinions yeah you you know that you're not just bsing what you're doing Mm -hmm. yeah i I like that you mentioned that too um because another thought just came up um like before when i received criticism online it was like them attacking the toaster my product was like a direct attack at me kind of um because at that time i didn't know how to deal with like negativity because everything that i was receiving prior to that was like oh it's so great blah 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 so even if they didn't actually mean it like I really did believe it at the time. So when I did receive like my first negative review or whatnot, I was just like, I got defensive and I was like, oh my gosh, like, like why? Like I'm, I'm doing my best, but like, I guess they don't, um, they don't see that. So now when someone gives me like constructive criticism, I'm able to like, differentiate that like it's it's not a personal attack to me it's like maybe that person just doesn't have like the taste buds that aligns with the toast or they're actually genuinely trying to give me like constructive criticism on how to make it better um so actually after the coffee holic pop-up there was a customer that um gave me like actual feedback and those are those are some things that I really appreciate from customers, like for them to take their time and actually write out um, like a message for me saying like, oh, like I enjoyed this, um, but maybe something that I su- suggest would be to add this, this, that. So um, after the pop-up, there was a customer that reached out to me and um, sent me a message and I forgot her name. I, I would shout her out, but I forgot her name. And um, it was like the ube Oreo flavor. And she was telling me how that um, there wasn't enough ube flavor in that and how the whipped cream part kind of distracts or takes away from the ube taste. So I was like, oh, okay. So next time I'm going to work on that. I'm going to test out more recipes to make it better so that the ube can shine through or whatnot. So 
yeah, those are some things that I really appreciate now um, compared to back then. I would just kind of not want to hear anything from customers. Like all I wanted to hear was positivity. And I was li living in like Delulu, like Delulu land. <laughs> and I wanted to like be delusional, you know? And yeah. I didn't want to hear anything negative because it would hurt my pride. And I was already not super confident in my product. So every ounce of confidence that I had left was like tarnished kind of, mm. but yeah. Shout out to that customer. I forgot. Oh, I forgot her name. I think it was Annika, but shout out Annika. Yeah. Wow. Very, no, that, that, I mean, props to that customer, right? Cause mm -hmm. in, in that sense, people who take their time to message you and let, let, you know, just like just very constructive criticism, not in a hatred, mm -hmm like trying to bring you down way but just in the way of wanting you to improve your business and your product mm -hmm. just like that's so sweet of them yeah. you know um and i'm happy that you i think with time are experiencing both positive and negative aspects of i think providing a service because I think you're right. If if you expect something to always go your way and you always receive support and you always like getting cheered on all the time and everyone thinking that your toast is the best um or something all the time, then yeah, you might you might be in the like delusional <laughs> land. And because the the thing is like rejection or any sort of challenge like that is great because I think it makes you want to grow, makes you want to improve, um, and and that's exactly what you're doing. I'm having like so many different so many different thoughts, but another thought I had when you were talking about pride, um, and and work in general, like I definitely don't make food like you, but even in wanting to do the work and showing up for like volunteering and stuff on my end, like pride was something I had to let go of, because. Like when you when I get rejected or I face a setback or something, I can't let that quote unquote embarrassment or hurt to my ego get in the way of what I really want to do. I, I, I don't know if like you can see that in relation to, to the toast um, mm -hmm. and, and your business, but like if something goes your way and there's a setback, the the problem isn't the setback or like what mm, what's important is not the setback but rather how you react to the setback and how you kind of like deal with it mm -hmm. um yeah lots of thoughts but i am so proud of you another question that i have that i think you probably get asked pretty often is what do you think about this small business slash work and school balance like how do you balance that because i have some opinions on this idea <clears throat> of work-life balance and i'm sure you have experience and some thoughts on it too so i would love to hear how you feel like those two work hand in hand or maybe they don't oh this one is a tough one um i'm still working on the i guess work-life balance aspect of all of it. Um, something I've noticed about myself is that I can only focus on one thing at a time. So when I focus all my time and like energy onto my toast business, 
I can see that um, my schoolwork doesn't isn't going so well and um, I'm trying my best right now to keep like a balance between those two things and um, I work on campus as well so there's just a lot of things that I want to do and a lot of things that I want to accomplish before I graduate but whew, I'm, I'm really bad at like balancing all of that at once so that is honestly something that I'm working on yeah. um, but not doing terrible in school it's just I, I wasn't doing as good compared to I don't know um, maybe like my freshman year um, but it's like a learning experience. I wouldn't, I don't regret anything. Um, I, honestly, I would have to ask you, Ken, like, how do you, if you guys don't know, my, my friend, she's a hustler for real. Like she, she does everything in the books. Like she's, um, she's a hustler. So I honestly seek out to her for a lot of this advice. So, uh, what is some advice you would give me? Advice? I mean, I think I have more questions for you, honestly. Like, um, a question I would have is, okay, when you focus on your toast, your school work might be more challenging, mm -hmm. but then when you have to dedicate all your time to your, your academics, I think you mentioned to me once, if this is okay to mention, mm -hmm. is like, then you don't feel as happy because your toast business does bring you happiness, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, but at the same time, you don't want to choose one or the other of like end all be all, all toast and no school or no school yeah. and all toast if, if that's the combination. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I sometimes wonder if this is why some people who are really passionate about business and entrepreneurship or whatever it may be, like a project. And like some people happen to drop out of college because it might not be aligned with that, but props to you for trying to make it work you're almost you're almost there you're about to graduate next year mm -hmm. and i'm gonna go to your graduation um and honestly i think my opinion on work-life balance is a mixed bag because one i think that's in an ideal world that sounds beautiful right um but in certain fields and and projects it it feels like it doesn't make sense um, and is an unrealistic kind of like perfectionist goal um, because for example when when you're starting a small business I think a lot or like starting a project like and, and really wanting it to be successful you have to put a lot of effort and energy in the front end and then be consistent some some days you may not have a like enough sleep or something and you just want to do this so well and so you focus a lot of your energy on that so for that season of your life maybe you don't have that work-life balance mm -hmm. but then it, does that take away from your happiness right like maybe you you get fulfillment because you put in so much effort into this small business or project and it's doing well because you put in the work every season or period of your life is gonna call for different um different balances or portions ratios of work and life and what does life mean to you and like for me during during school during the semester life 
means living on campus and and doing all this schoolwork and mm-hmm. like going to my job and volunteering and all that kind of stuff and so that is my that is my work-life balance even though work takes up the life mm-hmm. if, if that makes any sense yeah. right like the thing is i i've told i've told you this but i feel like i'm a little bit of a workaholic not in the way that like i'm chasing money or anything mm-hmm. but more in the way of i like it um like you like to stay busy yeah yeah i think i like to stay busy and and active and i like what i do i think something that i hope you know about me is that if i don't like something i won't do it Mm -hmm. right but like for me um i'm a little bit of a workaholic and so i like to fill up my time um ever since coming to college i've been using my google calendar and i've been blocking everything out which is a helpful thing to do but sometimes it's like I don't account for lifetime, aka mm-hmm. transition time between one thing or the other. Um, but sometimes it's just I like it because it makes me feel like I I can fill up my life with different aspects of things I might not be as intentional about if I don't write it down. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm able to see that oh this week it looks like I'm working at the library more. Or this week, it looks like I'm working a lot more with my kind of public service aspect. Then how do I make time for myself to do something social, right? Um, And maybe I do that on the weekends. Maybe I do that at nighttime. I don't know. Um, But honestly, I have been prioritizing sleep. Um, So overall, I don't know, like, you're, I think you're probably the best judge of what prior what you should prioritize in each month or each season of your life mm-hmm. right like as an outsider but even a close friend i can tell you like oh you should do this 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 but like and even if you wanted to make me or whoever happy mm-hmm. and you do it if if it doesn't feel right to you then that's not what you should prioritize Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and eventually you're gonna be done with school you can you can maybe focus on tippy's toast or other things what are you planning to do after graduation Mm -hmm. yeah that is something that i'm currently still like thinking about um so during the summer um my main focus is to kind of just dabble into um, like seeking internships and um, kind of seeing where corporate can lead me to because like I know that I'm passionate uh, passionate about Tiffy's Toast but I feel like if I don't take the advantage of um, kind of dabbling into that realm I would feel like oh I haven't tried that so like if that is something that's really meant for me post-graduation, then I want to at least know if it is or not. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess during the summer, I'm seeking, like, internships and kind of working more around, like, school, corporate, um, like, and then also getting into like real estate and stuff too uh i just want to get my feet 
what into like these different areas of like um I don't know my occupation in the future because I don't want to just settle Mm -hmm. for something um like I if I'm if Tiffy's toast is truly meant to be for me I want to know that for sure like 100% so that is why I'm deciding to kind of do that this summer Mm -hmm. yeah and I think it makes sense like you're trying to make sure that you it's like a I don't want to say safety net Mm -hmm. even though it could be referred to as that but more just you want to have as much cushion and support in your skills and your experience as much as possible if you do decide to take on like Tiffy's Toast on a bigger level, right? Because I feel like you study business, you st- so going into corporate um, or whatever internship you may take on, it's a great learning experience. I feel like every internship is a great learning experience for whatever reason. And I'm sure that you can apply those skills beyond the- you know the internship um and i don't know if we talked about this before but like how far do you think passion can take you mm. yeah this is kind of hard because i even throughout my journey of like tiffy's toast there were moments where like in the beginning where i felt super passionate i think we've all been at like we've all related to this like you've been super passionate in one thing for like I don't know a certain amount of time and then once you maybe plateau or you don't see the results that you want to that passion kind of dies down so I don't know I I think passion is not as important as maybe like consistency Mm. and discipline um so like for me once that passion died down my work and my my creativity flow was also on like an all-time low so um something that i realized through like that time was if i'm not seeing results there's a reason why and like i just have to think of like solutions on how to be consistent and stay disciplined with like what my goal is Mm -hmm. and chasing after that goal maybe there's there's gonna be days there even weeks or months where it feels like oh i don't even want to do this but if you're just if you keep staying disciplined then i think that that passion will build over time if that Mm. makes sense no that makes a lot of sense and it reminds me of something I heard, which was something along the lines of success, values, consistency, and action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you can't just... Some people maybe one-hit wonders and do something one time and boom, right? They get one shot of success. But if you're not consistent with that, are you really successful in the long term, right? So that's what it reminded me of. and. Another question I have for you is thinking about how sometimes your passion can deflate or decrease uh, for whatever reason. Like, how do you how do you think you can add a little bit of spice or like something different um, to make it not become 
boring because I think mm. there's a difference between systematizing something so that it's effective and efficient and all of that and it works well versus okay like where is the room to have fun mm-hmm. and I do have a thought for your Tiffy's toast but I don't want to put that on you mm-hmm. but I would love to hear what like how do you think you can incorporate play and fun into this process and this small business of yours that's a really good question. Um, uh, for me, when I started to feel like, I guess, a dying passion, something that I would do to spice it up would kind of just be like creating new flavors and new recipes and um, tapping into that realm of creativity. Because I think that is one of the things that I enjoy the mo- the most is like developing new recipes, new flavors for people to try. Um, and like looking at crumble cookie, I get inspired by like how they do things a lot. Um, they have like a rotation of flavors every week. So I kind of just do that. And then I also really enjoy doing pop-up collaborations with like local small businesses as well. Um, I get to connect with the community, um, my customers when I do that, and um, network with like business owners and learn from them, ask for advice, and um, kind of like just ask them about how they got started and stuff like that. So um, I guess connecting with the community, your customers, and tapping into that creativity really does spice up that that phase when I'm feeling kind of low on the passion because mm-hmm. I would assume it gets you going again right mm-hmm. the, those are three C's community customers and creativity oh I didn't even look yeah. at that I didn't even think about that yeah um, small question but what is the most interesting flavor combination that you've thought of i don't mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be one you've implemented yeah but just something that you're like I, I thought about this once there's like a couple flavors that are still like in my notes just i haven't tested them out or okay. anything you, you can keep it a secret if you want and it no, could be a surprise I, when it comes out no i can say it i i don't know how this is going to work but I was thinking of like savory flavors and there was like a sandwich called the the Monte Cristo I think and I wanted to try that and like incorporate it with like French toast somehow but I don't think I'm gonna do that anytime Mm. soon because explain mm. that sandwich to me because I'm not understanding the flavor okay I saw it I saw it on a post um like on in Disneyland and I think it's like a ham and cheese sandwich with like jam or something. And then maybe they fry it or something. They put powdered sugar. So it's like a cross in between like sweet and savory kind of. Mm. So that is something that is in my notes. But I don't think I'll dabble into that like anytime soon. Just because I'm kind of focused on like the dessert realm of it. Um, but... Flavors that I've done in the past that are kind of unique, I guess, would have to be like, I don't know, the Fruity Bay one? Mm -hmm. Like Fruity Pebbles and Ube. Um, 
I guess that's fun. Is there one that you're like most proud of? One of the flavors that I'm most proud of is the Vietnamese coffee tiramisu. Um, for you guys that don't know, I am Vietnamese. And I just wanted to incorporate some of my background into the toast. Um, so Vietnamese coffee was something that I... I worked like I think a month on to like develop the recipe so when it came or it, when it was released I think I got a, like a lot of good feedback and I was really happy about that um, so basically the middle part is like a mascarpone tiramisu filling type of thing and then the top is like a Vietnamese coffee whipped cream so I think it's not too sweet it's not too bitter but I think it balances really well. I think that's one of my favorite flavors. It sounds very good. Yeah. I need yeah. to make it for you to try. <laughs> I, I'll try it before... before you I, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll try it before I leave. No, that sounds so good for so many reasons. Because one, it sounds delicious. Two, <laughs> it's, it, it's like empowering. Because it's adding that flavor of your Vietnamese side, right? Mm -hmm. um, and three, I don't know. It, I guess it, it's kind of... It's not savory, but it's like not the conventional super sweet toast, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I tell you this all the time, but I'm always like talking about how you have Tiffy's toast. And so some people I know, obviously on the East Coast um, at school, when they come to Seattle or Washington in general, they're always like, I want to try that one thing. And I'm like, yeah, you should try that one <laughs> thing. Because it's like, it's... At least I don't think it's a common dessert. I, I mean, French toast is common, like mm -hmm. a brunch thing. Mm -hmm. But in, in the way that I think you elevated it mm -hmm. is, is unique. Was that your motto from like in the beginning? What was your... Yeah, I, I don't even use that now. But I think it was like um, elevating French toast to like a whole nother level or something like that. Yeah. I mean that yeah. is essentially what you're doing. You're just you're just embodying it more. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about a lot of things, but what is something you would like to keep in mind as you move forward with Tiffy's toast? Um, a message for yourself or for I don't know your customers. Something that I would tell my future self, or something that I would want to keep in mind for the future, would to be. Um, not being afraid to ask for help or um, not being afraid to ask people for advice when I need it um, and also to find that work-life balance of going to school, doing Tiffy's Toast and family, friends and all of that but something I want to tell my customers if you guys are listening to this would I, I hope that you guys know that I am very grateful for each and every one of you guys. Um, whether you liked my toast or not, um, you guys are the reason why I am still doing this business and um, you're the reason why I enjoy or I enjoy what I'm doing. I also really want to work on like my transparency with my customers too, or not so much transparency, but just like posting and being more kind of personable on my Instagram. Um, sometimes I'm a little bit scared to be kind of like too personal or too vulnerable with my customers because I feel like 
um, they don't really care. <laughs> so um, maybe that's something that I want to work on because I do really want to connect with my customers and just letting them know how like appreciative I am and grateful I am for like how long they've supported me and yeah and like how they continue to support me so I guess future plans would be to I don't know maybe open up a shop in the future scaling it up for sure I hopefully in a couple years yeah I will be there I will be there yes, to cheer you on <laughs> all along the way um but how long has how long has it been since you started? 20... Mm, I started back in 2020, November of 2020. May almost three years. Wow, almost three, three years. Almost three year anniversary. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, I I mean along the way, this as corny as it sounds, right? In terms of pursuing your passion specifically to to Beast Toast and and more broadly you're not alone and so to think about the family and friends support just support system that you have i think you know that all of us um in your support system want to help you like whether that's in your pop-up whether that's any way but also like respect your agency and autonomy because obviously no one's gonna break your system right and you have a certain way of doing things and, and etc um and in thinking about that, I'm excited for where you're going to be going because I think, at least from my perspective, the reason why customers stay and support a business, one, might be definitely because of the product or the service, but two, it, it makes it a lot easier to stay and support this business if you know that you know the person, right? And so I'm excited to see what that looks like. I definitely will not have Instagram to see that, but you can tell me all about it. Yeah, is there anything else on your mind before we wrap it up for today? Anything you want to talk about, whether that's business related, whether that's school related, whether that's um, just general ending thoughts? As we're wrapping up this conversation, um, some thoughts that I have. That's me. I, I think I have some work to do for sure. I'm also um, proud of what I've done so far. Um, and yeah, throughout this conversation, there's a lot of... I've recognized that I've made plenty of mistakes um, throughout this journey. But um, it's not about the mistake itself. It's how you grow and learn from those mistakes. So, um, And also, thank you for, I don't know, just giving me this opportunity to talk about this stuff because I think it's very therapeutic, I hope, for both of us. And, um, yeah, I, and you guys, I hope you guys listen to all of her future podcasts too because she has a lot of cool stuff coming up and she's a genuinely, like, one of my best friends. So, well, as you can tell, there's a lot of bias in that because she is a very close friend, but definitely seconding the fact that you should be so proud of yourself because you just should be right i'm happy that uh, we were able to have this more formal conversation um, about all the nuances of 
Tiffy's Toast because I think it's important for people to hear about your story and your business and what you're doing because it's so cool, right? So just know that you're doing a very great job and you're only gonna get better from here. So, and obviously one last thing before we wrap up, I will be putting Tiffy's Toast Instagram information in the description. Honestly, if you just search up Tiffy's Toast on Instagram, it will pop up. Please feel free to check her out if you don't know about her already. And with that, we're wrapping up Kin's conversation with Tiffany about Tiffy's Toast and all the nuances that comes with starting and managing a small business and just lots of things. If you have any ideas or any questions at all, feel free to reach out to me and hopefully we'll talk to you next time.